Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. You guys, we have a show today. We have DJ James Kennedy from Vanderpump Rules. I mean, it is all about James, not the pasta. I can't wait to talk to him. We also have Ashley Bell. And you guys, Ashley Bell is a dear friend of mine. And she has directed and she's starring in this huge movie uh, called Love and Bananas, where she actually goes on an elephant rescue mission. So I know it's a little bit more serious than what we normally talk about here. I mean, we normally talk about, you know, pasta being code for cocaine, but we're here to talk about other things as well. So after DJ James, we're going to talk to Ashley Bell. And you guys, I'm just so excited. We've had a great couple of weeks from the show, a great month or so. I mean, the show has been featured on Entertainment Tonight and E! and page six and everywhere. And you guys are sharing it on social media. And I just want to say thank you. I really, really, really appreciate just all the love and support and all of the advertise. What am I saying? Advertisement or something? I don't know. I'm just really happy and I'm excited. And we have some great guests coming up later this month and next month. Cause it's like lifestyle to the rich and famous on crack. If you guys want more of the podcast, you can go to our Patreon on patreon.com slash everything iconic. There's bonus episodes of the show. There's extended interviews. There's uh, I'm recapping the Real Houses of New York. So for just $4 or more per month, you can get access to all of those bonus episodes, all of that bonus content. It's really fun. And um, I'm super grateful to all the people that have already signed up. So thank you guys. There's a bunch of you on there already. I, I just want to say thank you. I love you. I really do. So I want to get to my interview with DJ James Kennedy and please stick around after the interview. We're going to talk about Mariah Carey and her people magazine cover, which I just thought was fantastic. Her cover and her interview. We're going to talk about drag race. We're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. And then we also are going to talk to Ashley Bell. So please stick around. Uh, Find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. It is facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Uh, Our website is everythingiconic.com. And again, check out the Patreon if you're interested. So without further ado, ado, (laughs) Whitney is looking at me like, what are you getting into accent work for? But here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Um, Here is my chat with DJ James Kennedy and Vanderpump. We back once more. Hold up, yeah, on the dance floor. All the bitches wanna roll when I'm on the floor. We doing it right. Hold up, yeah. All right, you guys. I am here with DJ James Kennedy from Vanderpump Rules. Ooh. Hey, James, how you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. How are oh you? Oh my god, I'm so thrilled that you're here. You're one of my favorites on Vanderpump Rules. I love, it. I love really? you on the show. I think Vanderpump Rules is maybe the best show on Bravo. Oh, by far the best show on Bravo. It is. By I, far. Well, I... Uh, I think it's the best show on TV, to be honest. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, like, to, Whitney, the producer. <laughs> Whitney's jumping in. Uh, does it phase you when all these celebrities love it? I mean, did you see Rihanna posted about it? No, what did she say? Oh my God, you didn't see it? Rihanna was watching and she said something about it's like, thank God for this show or thank God for the editors of this show or something. And she posted a clip of your show. That is hilarious. Yeah. She posted it on her Instagram. She did on her Instagram. Holy yeah. shit. And she's like cracking up watching it. You know, she, you can hear her laugh in the background. Oh my God, that's cute as fuck. Yeah. And Jennifer Lawrence is a huge fan. Chrissy Teigen. Oh yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I don't think she likes me very much. To be really? Honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like hated on me a bunch of times. Didn't she get in a fight with uh, Lala? Am I making that up? Um, yeah, like some some kind of tiff went down, and then like I don't know, I guess they made up or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, Chrissy Teigen, you know, Chrissy Teigen, John Legend. Yeah, yeah. Kim Kardashian knows all about it. It's amazing. It's Does sick. it phase you at all? It doesn't. Um, you know, it's just like a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but you know. Yeah, you got to see the Rihanna thing. It's good. Yeah, you got to show me that. So before I get into Vanderpump questions, I want to talk a little bit about. See you next Tuesday. And then Thirsty Thursdays at Pump. Tell me about it. Uh, See you next Tuesday. We're killing it. I'm killing it right now. You know, I mean, like, you know, there's like lines out the door. We've got like fangirls showing up left and right. I mean, honestly, you know, it sounds crazy. But for the first like 10 minutes of my set, it's just like, you know, flashes. I can't even see anything. You know, it's just cameras just going off. So, you know, and then I do, I do, you know, I do all my songs. I perform Top Man, Get Loose, Feeling You, you know, all the hits. Mm -hmm. All the hits. Oh, my God. I love Get Loose. I'm so obsessed with it right now. Thank and, you. But I want to know what is. It, I just took two. What are, what are you talking about? Are you talking about Molly? Who knows? My producer's looking at me. She's like, "You're so stupid." <laughs> yeah, I don't Whitney. even know because I just took two. You yeah. know, uh, you know, it's t- whatever. The whatever, beat you know. is so good, though. Yeah, oh the beat's God. fire. The beat's oh, fire. I love it. And now, how did you get involved in making music? 
yeah, so basically, um, you know, we heard a little bit about my school past in, in London, getting a bit bullied and stuff like that. And I you know, get into that at 14, um, I went on a vacation to Ibiza. And um, <clears throat> my dad actually used to be like a DJ in, like, in the music industry and stuff like that. So, you know, after a short two-week vacation in Ibiza, you know, I went back to, we all went back to London and we just missed it so much. Like my parents were like, fuck it, let's move there. So, you know, like five days after we moved to, it's like my dad was doing business with this guy up there, a property developing then. And then like, uh, you know, boom, I'm in fucking Ibiza. I'm going to school in Ibiza. And the music scene is just massive in Ibiza. So, you know, house music was just all around me. I was going to clubs at 14, like David Guetta, Space, as Paradise. You know, it was fucking crazy. And then, um, you know, I started working. I started trying to figure out how the hell can I, like, make this myself, make these beats myself. Got, like, Fruity Loops first and Garage Band and all that shit. And then mm-hmm. worked my way to Ableton. And now that's what, like, that's what I use to make music. And so do we have a full album coming soon? You know, I deal? do. I've got so many songs that I'm just waiting to release. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, you know, I'm waiting for that, like, maybe, you know, that that one hit to just pop off. You know what I mean? And then... You know, with that comes a little bit of a buzz. And then I'll drop the uh, debut album one day. But it's 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 uh, it's there. Yeah. Who's your dream collab? Like, we talked about Rihanna James watching the Kanye, show. Me and Kanye West. Yeah, probably would, Kanye. Be, probably would be the dream. Yeah. yeah. That would be the dream, to be in the studio with Kanye West. Oh, I'd shit amazing. my fucking pants. Me yeah. too. I would, I'd need a diaper. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, <laughs> okay, so would would you ever collab with a real housewife? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, Erica Jane for sure. Yes. Yeah, she's, why is, she's gangster. I why like hasn't that happened? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I haven't even asked her. I'd love to. I feel like that would be a dream project. Bravo people would love it. Yeah. How have they not... Why hasn't Bravo put that together uh-huh. yet? That's the question. Did you hear uh, Countess Luann is doing a song with Jake Shears from Scissor Sisters? She just announced it. No way. Yeah, which is like crazy. But so oh, I, I needed... Countess Luann... Okay, let's, like, let's get the one thing straight, okay? Yeah. My music is like on a whole other level, <laughs> all right? I'm not fucking money don't buy the class. Like, I'm not fucking doing that shit, okay? My music is gangster as fuck. Okay. You know? So let's so, not compare so, the Bravo celebrity music thing. So let me just get this straight. You're saying Luann's music is not gangster as It's as just fun. not, no, okay, it's not serious. It's yeah, not yeah. serious music. And I'm not saying mine is, like, so serious because I have fun with it. But, you know, people aren't, you can turn on her music in the club and people are not going to react well. Yeah. Let's just say <laughs> you turn on my music in the club, people are fucking dancing but what about erica jane like is her music legit do you yeah yeah hers is legit yeah you could play her shit in the club the fucking gay clubs go nuts for it you know it's a whole other ball game i want other ball game i want to know uh what bad music you listen to there's got to be some like guilty pleasures on your you do you have that thumb drive like didn't you on the show you say you carry around a thumb drive oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, well like, on vacation to... going to clubs and stuff i have this thumb drive on my necklace you know in case yeah. i'm gonna jump on the decks and stuff like that yeah. i loved when you jumped on the decks in mexico oh, fuck, <laughs> that was so sick and everyone thought i couldn't do it and i asked him in spanish like a gangster i loved it but so what embarrass you there's got to be some embarrassing music or like good bad pop music like a britney spears or yeah you know i love all of that shit i mean yeah. you know i mean British pop culture back in the 90s, like all that fucking Craig David, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Seven that days, stuff. I used to love that song. I always go through like a little bit of like a 90s phase on my See You Next Tuesday parties. You know, I like to start, and it goes like from 70s, like disco, and then I'll go into 80s shit, and then I'll like move into 90s, and then yeah. by the end of the night, we're playing like fucking dubstep or fucking Chris Lake or Flume yeah. remix. Yeah, and it gets like popping, but. Oh my god, I love that. So who's underrated in music right now? Like, is there anyone that you would say that people need to be paying attention to? I mean, obviously, you're underrated too. I think people need Thank to be you. paying attention to you. But who else? Um, Who else? Who else? Let me see who I've been listening to. I mean, there's the thing is, there's so much music being made right now. Mm-hmm. There's just like every rapper just has a new mixtape and a new collaboration with like the next rapper and like all of this stuff, you know? Um... There's this track I've been listening to, uh, Sheck West. He's a rapper. He's fucking dope. Check but, like, West. you know, Travis Scott just tweeted him the other day. So it was like, he's blow, He's going to blow up, you know, yeah. now. But um, I don't know. I'm really into Trippy Red right now and Diplo's new track, Wish. That's a fucking yeah. banger. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. I'll, no, I'll, I, when it comes to me. Yeah, I'll when just, it comes to you, we'll talk more about it later. But yeah, yeah. Um, let's, let's get to Vanderpump Rules. So oh, we're, right oh, now, we're at the Mexico trip. You guys are wrapping up Mexico. You didn't hook up with Kristen, though. No. No. So I have a question. What? How did this all happen? Like, was it a miscommunication or was yes. it a, something that was, like, fabricated as a storyline? Definitely a miscommunication, yeah. you know, I would say. 
Because um, you so clearly said you never said that you hooked up with her, so it was like, right? But we were just all in such a drunken daze. Yeah. I got to tell you, man, such a drunken daze that I really, I really had to question myself. Yeah, at dinner, <laughs> and it was, it was like James. What the fuck did, did I you say? Oh no! So like, what they didn't show. Um, uh, enough of is like at the catch dinner right like yeah. I go off on the side I call Raquel crying I'm like babe like I can't apparently I said this uh, what do I do you know and now obviously Kristen's now mad at me because she thinks I'm finessing it for some kind of attention mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I fucking wasn't yeah right so this all just happened from us like you know drinking too much through the day you know obviously the guys were trying to figure out what went down yeah like for you know what I mean and they ran with a fucking idea. I mean, you know, Jax, like anything to take the fucking weight off him. Well, and <laughs> I was so thrilled that Kristen got a little bit of a storyline because I've been, missing, I've been missing Kristen. Do you like her? You got your <laughs> You've been missing James, her. I, I love you for being I so honest about her. it. I, totally. Yeah. That's cool. Man. I love, I love that you love her. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, I think it's a little bit, I think it was all a little bit. Uh, you know, I mean, it's Kristen. It's crazy, Kristen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we needed to have her back. Yeah, we yeah. needed her back because I've been, <laughs> I've been savoring so the little Kristen moments that we're getting, and I feel like I've argued this with other people. Like Kristen, for some reason, she's not on the show a lot this season, but it may, I still want her more. Whereas mm. other times when people kind of go in the background, I'm like, okay, they're done, get them off the show. Right, right, right. Kristen, right. I'm like, get more. Interesting. Kristen. Yeah, she's she's you got know. it. I don't know. <laughs> how does Raquel handle all this stuff? Like those rumors specifically, or the Logan stuff? Like, how does Raquel? It's handle? hard, man. It's really hard. You know, when you've got all these people, like you know, saying dumb shit, saying fake stuff. You know, it's just it's. It's really hard. And obviously, like, you know, me and Raquel, we're in a very, like, very good relationship. You know, we don't fight very much. Like, you know, we're, you know, we're, very, we're very happy. Yeah. And, you know, we keep it um, just, we just keep it to ourselves. We stay honest with each other. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, she knows I didn't get from Kristen. She obviously knows I never get in with Logan's fucking ass. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's like, like, you know, it just sounds so preposterous, really. I just noticed <laughs> that Logan is in that picture, like, you know, in the opening. Yeah, like credit. creeping in the, in the dark mean, shadows. I had no idea. I paused it the other day when I was watching it. And I was like, Logan's <laughs> in like the far back right. And I was like, why? I was just shocked that he was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I paused it, it was interesting to see everyone. I didn't know obviously, Rob was in it. they're just cramming people in this fucking yeah. room. Like, where the fuck is Rob <laughs> fucking in that photo like you don't work it sir you were on camera for a mere three fucking point two seconds like fuck off out my photo mate but wait, but wait are you all in the are you all uh shooting that together or is it yes separately? yes we're all okay. shooting that together yeah so does that happen like at the hot be- fucking lights is it at the beginning of the season or the end of the season um i actually don't even know i don't even uh i don't know like so mid maybe, filming or maybe. something, because they would have to know. Like, why would they put Logan in it if they didn't know he was going to be? Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm so I, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. You know? Did it piss you off when there was so much like kind of like that gay judgment about the the Logan stuff? It was like before he even lied and said he hooked up with you. Before that happened, I still felt like there was weird kind of judgment of like you hooking up with him did all of that piss you off no the gay thing didn't really piss me off you know what i mean it's um you know what pissed me off was just because he had to like go there do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's like you know what i mean like you're the friend i know you're hearing all of this and i know you were drunk and obviously you say these things and like let's face it you know he's he's logan you know he's still sassy he's parties you know what i mean so it's like at the end of the day I was just pissed off that it was him. You know, hearing all the tweets and blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck about that. You know, I'm yeah. very comfortable with my sexuality. I love women. And more importantly, I love Raquel more than anything in this planet. So yeah. it's just like, you know, no, not so much. I wouldn't say it bothered me. You know, I'll, I'll tell you what bothered me. <laughs> I was watching Jersey Shore, the reboot. Do you ever watch that show? Yeah, I fucking love Jersey it's Shore. It's so good, right? I met Ronnie and like Snooki asked me for a photo one time <sighs> at the Abbey. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it was, I loved, it was great. Then. And actually, I was surprised at how good it was, the... Oh, the, 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 the reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. crazy as fuck. Yeah, still. they're like, still she lost so her fucking wedding rings in the, she, in and the, she pissed in the pool. It was just so good. It's disgusting, really. But I was watching it and I, you see like, uh, Snooki and Wow and the girls, like when they get drunk, they're very affectionate with each other, right? Like they're, they kiss a little bit on the cheek or like hug or whatever. And no one says like, oh, they're, no one makes fun of or talks about, oh, they're gay or something. But it's like, you were a little affectionate with your gay friend. And it's like, I hate how, 
the public, the people on the show, whatever, immediately go to like, oh, he's gay. Oh, it's yeah, like, the women people, can do that. The people on the show would jump into that. Like, Jax was loving it, you know. But it was just like, you know, yeah, that is kind of annoying. It's, uh, when you put it like that. Even the girls on your show, if like uh, Stasi and Katie and Kristen were like kind of kissing on the cheek. I was, drunk, I, by the way, in that scene on Pride, I was not kissing him on the cheek. I was fucking whispering in his ear, <laughs> telling him to calm the funk down, okay, because cameras are around and blah, 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 blah. And literally, once I got up, I saw the camera just like pinpoint like, right oh, there. And I was shit. like, oh, shit, it's. Uh, but you know what? Uh, editing is uh, it, all good. It was all good. Yeah, yeah. It, was fu- it was fucking. It was crazy. It was fucking crazy. It's and it was a gay pride that day, so everyone is like wasted as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel you. I feel you. Um, okay, so in Mexico, you brought up a little bit about your bullying. Hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about your upbringing? Um, you know, I started off like school in England, private school. Um, you know, it's just like. It's just like hard times, you know, getting picked on. That was, it was so endearing to see that side of you because I don't think we've seen that. You know, we see, you know, the boisterous, <laughs> confident James and it's like. Right, and that is me. I mean, I, you know, I'm not putting on some kind of face. And like, I don't think about like, oh yeah, I used to be bullied and stuff yeah. like that all the time, you know. But at the time it was pretty horrific, man. Like, you know, I was pulled out of school a thousand times because like I couldn't go because kids were just terrorizing me. You know, it was a fucking nightmare. And then like, obviously like moving to Spain, like things were changing, you know what I mean? I learned the language. I just learned different people, a new way of life. You know what I mean? It was just like. My eyes opened up, you know? And then coming to California, I mean, it's game over. I'm Beverly Hills, you know, English accent. Fucking, <laughs> let's fucking go, mate. You know, it's game over. So, you know, obviously, it was like, it was like, it was dark times, but then two very bright times. And I think that's like, you know, part of why I was given just like the life I've been given. Because, you know, it's just a, a lesson learned. Yeah, it just like... A, a bit of both. It was a crazy change for the better. And maybe I wouldn't have realized or appreciated the change until it happened mm. if that didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If you were talking to a kid that was getting bullied in school right now, if they're a listener or something, like, what would you, you know, I would tell them, you know, try not to listen to these kids. You know, don't let them touch you. And at the end of the day, they're picking on you for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason is because they are insecure about something you have or you got or you do. So just keep being yourself and don't fucking change for no one. I'll tell you, James, I felt so bad for you in that moment. And then you turned around and called Jackson Brittany fat. <laughs> and, uh, and then you lost me, James. Okay, so, you know, I apologize <laughs> for that. And you'll all see. But, like, it was again, who knows when I said that? Like, you know, it wasn't right after, like, I was on the fucking dinner. Does it happen a lot where you say something and you're like, I don't even remember saying that and they catch it? Yeah, of course, you know, I regret saying a lot of things I say, but you know what, that's the fucking thing <laughs> All about, the things. <laughs> that's the thing about fucking reality TV, you're either going to be real or you're not, you know, at the end of the day, you know, put a camera on anyone all fucking day. They're going to do something wrong. They're going to say something wrong. And, you know, considering I have the camera on me all fucking day, I don't think I'm doing anything that bad. You know? Would you ever do a spinoff, like Just James? Of course. That's what I'm calling I'm waiting it for the, Yeah, Just James, Just James from London with Love. You know, I'm fucking <gasps> That's ready. Cute. Yeah, That's yeah, good. Yeah. I've got a couple. Yeah. 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 Could have been JK in La La Land, but that didn't work out because La La is fucking Weird. not talking to me right now. Why though? What's going on with you and La La? Oh, I don't know, man. You know, just tough times, tough yeah. times. What's, um, yeah. <laughs> we'll bounce back How hopefully one day. I'm just, right. I don't know. Yeah, La La, what do you make of her this season? What do you mean? What do I mean? Like, I feel like Lala's a little bit different Lala this season. Like, how she's, so? How so? Like she's doing a lot of. Um, Tell me. Catchphrases. <laughs> she's doing like she's doing a lot of work, and I a lot of times I really like it. And then it's like she comes in with a baby bottle, and that's tough. Right. Tough. Why is that tough? Because <laughs> I, I don't oh understand. Your, your don't choice of words are just so good. I'm trying to think of it. Tough. I don't know. I don't understand the baby bottle. I, I think she's been it. a little bit fake, honestly, this season. You know, I yeah. don't think it's the real Lana. You know, mm-hmm. I think she's a, a very um, calculated, coordinated, makes three, three, thinks three times in her head before making a decision. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's not the Lala everyone loves and I know. Let's yeah. just say that. You know, at the times when, you know, she's having fucking hunky-dory lunch with Katie down the street from my house. You know, at the time, it's like, we were best friends. You don't even talk to these people. And then, boom, shakalaka, the fucking show's airing. And I see that you were having lunch right before meeting up at my house. But you would never tell me that. But you would, like, die for me. We're, like, best friend. You'd catch a bullet for me. It's like, fuck off. Mm. Full of fake fucking shit. You know? Yeah. Eat your fucking shit, mate. I'm over it. And that's why. I've had enough. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I say it. And that's why I lashed out. That's why I lashed out about BF. Whatever. 
you know? Sue me. Do you think, guys, do you think you two will ever get back on track? Hopefully, you yeah. know, I'm not like, I'm not trying to bag on that. Like, that's just the truth. And I'm yeah. sure everyone else sees it. Whether she wants to believe it or not, fine, that's fine. But like, you know, she had a like two cents even to say about the whole Jack, me and Jax's relationship. And I was, I was like, huh? like you give a fuck, you know? <laughs> Let's talk about you licking Stasi's asshole at the bar, <laughs> having a fucking glass of wine. You know, I've always really liked you. L- l- flashback, lion whore. It's like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? I'm confused. Do you uh, watch the show as it airs, or do you? you of course. Guys, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in my apartment. I'm celebrating. I got the champagne. I'm watching my fucking TV show. I love it's that. Gangster. And then I can I walk to show right after. You know. I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's fun um, as fuck. Tom Tom's is opening soon. Would you ever DJ there? Is that something that they'll have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have that, right? We'll you see. should DJ we'll there. See. Yeah, yeah. I've already talked to Tom about that. We're gonna do like a Tom Tom night. I'm like gonna that. DJ that. It's gonna be. Fucking crazy. I like that. What's your dream? You want to get to Coachella, right? You're going to be at Coachella. Yes. Well, how many years until you're at Coachella? It's got to be... Hopefully one. Yeah, one. You're Hopefully one, you know. I'm trying so. to put in as much work as I can, you know. I'm focusing on the show, you know. I'm doing as much as I can. But yeah, hopefully one, you know. I, I always go to the next year. I'm like, all right, if not this year, next year. And I've come really close a thousand times, like... At some point, I've come close, you know. I've done a lot... Of, I do a lot of parties around Coachella, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Are you so, going? Yeah, I'm going yeah, both weekends this way. I'm doing a couple of parties. Um, yeah, it's going to be lit. Now, George Michael, he's an icon. He was your godfather. Yes. Um, what's your favorite memory of him? Mm. And also, what's your favorite George Michael song? Do you have a favorite? Fast Love. Fast Love. Oh, interesting. It's my favorite. I love One More Try. That's my favorite. One More Try is amazing. So good. Uh, I mean, Father Figure. There's so many great. Father Figure. So many good songs. That yeah. song means a lot to me. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What was the first question? What you was asked? Uh, your favorite memory of him? Uh, memory. Uh, he bought me a rocking horse on Christmas one year, which was mm. pretty special. It was like bigger than me at the time. And then I remember like as I was growing and like he was still around, um, like the rocking horse got smaller and I got bigger. It's just kind of a thing that was just always there. Big part of my childhood with him. Yeah. He was amazing. And I mean, in terms of his impact on the gay community, I mean, he was just huge and he was so sex positive, which was, I mean, I'm gay and it was just important. You know, he was an important icon for us, but right. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, yeah. Uh, anyway, what's coming up on Vanderpump Rules? Like, what do we have to look forward to? You guys shot the reunion. What's going on at the reunion? Reunion's Who's crazy. Who? I can't really talk much about it, yeah. honestly, but it's fucking crazy. Really? So, yeah. It's full on three parts of just... You know, the James Kennedy show, pretty much. No, really? Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's really good. Are you and Jax in a good place, or how are you and Jax? You're going to have to wait and see, man. Wait, that's, I'm going to say no, then. I'm going to say no. Um, wait. We have our moments, me and Jaxy boy. You know, we have our moments. Sometimes we're good, sometimes we're not so good. Who would you, if you were in charge of casting next season, who would you get rid of? Oh, shit. <laughs> who would you, would there be anyone you would get rid of, or would you keep the cast the same? Oh, I keep it the same. Yeah. I keep it the same. I think we've still got a little bit ways to go and see where everyone ends up before I start chopping them off, you know? How many more years can this go? Like, how many more years do you guys have in you? Fuck. I, because... I've, got, I've got more years than them, mate. <laughs> 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 That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, how many more years does Jax have in him? That's what we should say. Uh, I think this show could go like, you know, season 10 or more, you know, yeah. who knows? It depends until Jaxie, old Jaxie boy gives up, you know, he's getting old, so I we'll sw- see. I swear, every week that I watch, I cannot believe that there's like a new cheating scandal or like new mix. It's an insane, it's, like, se- it's an insane season. You guys go through story so quickly. I remember the very first episode, I remember they did that thing where it was like 12 hours earlier or something. And they did that the other day too. Yeah. The last episode. And it's like, you think that's going to be the end of the season. They get through it in the episode. It's like, you guys have so much fucking story. We have, yeah, we, we couldn't even fit in everything that even happened. Yeah. You know, there's more stuff that happened. What did, what did we miss? What is there? A oh, I mean, like, no, 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 like, not like major storylines. Yeah. Obviously they, they make cool shit, but like, you know. Is there anything that we've missed? Like that they just haven't had time to fit in? Nah, nothing major. Nothing, no big uh, fights that you've had with anyone? Oh, no, people? no, no. They would never leave that out. No. What do you make of all the Sheena and Rob stuff? Is it uncomfortable? Very. <laughs> very. Is it uncomfortable for you? Yeah, totally. You know, it's uncomfortable in so many ways. Yeah. Like, there's, like, the whole 
There's the relationship in general, right? Very awkward. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very standoffish. Did he do the show to yes, get the 100%, business? Yes, 100%. Yeah. You know, while he's talking about his other show, which is just like complete, like what, 12 views a week? I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know what it's called. 12, <laughs> about 12, yeah. you know? And, you know, and then you're talking about VPR like it's a fucking joke. You know, we're millions and millions of views a week. Yeah. And he's like, huh? Yeah. And yeah. Oh my god! And then he goes to like the whole fucking like crib thing. Like, bro, that ain't your house. You know what yeah, I mean? What was that? Like, that's what definitely that your situ- sister's house or something. What was know? that situation? Because he said he like ran it. Or what was? Whose house know. was that? that I don't know. But he hasn't not got chefs. Okay. Yeah. And then also like, but like, why would you do that? Why would you fucking try that hard? Mm-hmm. The one night you think he does that on a day to day basis. I just think it's all fake. It was all yeah. fake. And they're not together anymore, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. Is she with someone now? Is she with someone else? I think she's having fun, you know? We- she's killing it in Vegas right now. She's got her show. She's she's doing her thing. Is there I'm anyone you would want to join the cast? Like that Adam guy who we see a little bit, would he be good on the show or no? Who knows? You know, I like Adam. Um I think he's a cool dude. Is there anyone else I that I think works we could see Sir? more of Jeremy, you know, Maddox. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's fun. Um, and Billy Lee, I want more of Billy Lee. We're gonna get more Billy Lee in the mix, you know. That's what we all want. I think everyone loves Billy Lee. Um she's great. She's great. Yeah. yeah. She just actually did a um Front cover to a magazine last mm. night, so congratulations to yeah, her. Really. And we after partied at Sir all night, so she's great. Good yeah, I think um, I want more of her on there. Yeah, I think we all do. I think it's going to happen as well. You know, if we get another season, I know that's so weird to me though that like they don't keep you guys, they don't tell you so far in advance. Like we all know you're getting another season, but I was talking to Ariana about it, and she's like, "Well, we don't know it for sure yet." Yeah, we don't. But we all know for sure. But do we? I don't. <laughs> you are. I mean, it's how could you not? And then yeah, I know. Like they couldn't leave it like that. No, like, they, cut us off. they couldn't possibly. And it, you guys are such <laughs> in the pop culture zeitgeist. It's like there's no way that they wouldn't bring you guys back. Right. Damn zeitgeist. I haven't thought of that in so long. But I know. I know. You're welcome. Thank you. I want to do. I we talk a lot about pop culture stuff on the show. Cool. Obviously, so I want to do a little pop culture lightning round. Yeah, do that. Um, we could talk as much as you want, or you know, go as fast as you want. But lightning, what, lightning, lightning. We can go. We'll we'll deep dive in some of these. But what okay. TV do you watch right now? Do you watch any Housewives? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch like uh, Beverly Hills Housewives, obviously. Uh, you know, what I watch you I watch crappy TV, dude. I just love it. I yeah. love it. All. What do you think of Beverly Hills this season? Do you think it's boring like the rest of us do? Um, you know, it's a little bit different for me because I love watching like Lisa and stuff like that mm-hmm. because, you know, I know her very well. You know, I see, I saw her last night. So it's just like, you know, it's a little bit different. I like just keeping up, knowing the, uh, the tea with everything. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's fun, uh, gossiping with Lisa at Pump every now and then about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so yeah, you know, it's cool. It's a little bit, you know, it's not like last season, but it's good. It's good. It's all good. It's housewives. It doesn't yeah. need to be spot on every time. You yeah. Know? Fucking, it's amazing. But I think it's hard. I mean, comparing your show to the how to that show, it's like you guys run through so much story, and then Beverly Hills is like four episodes about Dorit being late, and it's like right, on. right. Well, we're a lot younger too. We're doing a lot more stuff. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? Fuck. Or like a few that you really like. Like, what's something you'll always watch if it's on? Or um, I like Dude, Where's My Car? Really? Oh yeah, my God, that's a surprise. The Beach with uh, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. That's a gangster movie. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. then um. Oh, what else? Blow. Blow's good, yeah. yeah. And, uh, God, there's so many that yeah. I like, you know? Pretty much any Leonardo DiCaprio movie I really like because they're just all like, like Inception, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Wolf Come Wolf on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They like, you know. All the cocaine. Oh, Wolf I love um, every scene in Wolf of Wall Street. Just amazing. And Margaret, whatever her name is, what's mm-hmm. her fucking name? She's oh, not, the yeah. hottest thing in that fucking movie. She's like, a hot Jesus gay Christ. brother, too. Not, not that you care <laughs> nice. about <laughs> You're like, whatever. <laughs> hey, wait, so then, uh, yeah, what else? Um, oh, I love sci-fi movies so much. Yeah. Like, that's my ultimate favorite genre. Really? Yes. Like, anything sci-fi, I'll fucking watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Black Mirror. Black Mirror's so if, pe- if you don't watch Black Mirror, like, you need to. Everyone go watch Black Mirror. You It'll a change favorite, your fucking life. a favorite Black Mirror episode? Oh, my God. I love them all. But, you know, I really like the one where uh, social media has basically gone to, like, encounters with people. Like, when you, like, like, hi, how are you? Doing pretty good. It's like you're getting raided on that moment. And, like, I think that's pretty interesting because I think that that could actually really happen. And yeah. then uh, I love the game show one. I love the one where, the you know, they took it a bit far where the prime minister had to fuck a pig. That you know? pig one was tough. I, yeah, I stopped was... watching it after that, and then I went back and watch them but there's a black and white one too in the new season oh no the black museum that's the best episode black museum, black yeah, museum. Yeah. holy shit that guy's getting like 
electric chair forever and his thing is like in a keychain. Oh, fuck. It's that. good. Okay, so uh, uh, Brittany or Christina? Huh? Who's Christina? We're going back to the lightning round. Who's Christina? There you go. That's good. Christina Aguilera. Oh, Brittany. I thought you were talking about Brittany yeah. from the show. <laughs> Oh, uh, Britney or Christina? Spears oh, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Britney Spears yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, look at them now. Which one, of these, which one of these pop girls would you want to work with? If you could work with any of those, any pop diva. Right now? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like if you could do a song with like... Probably Dua Lipa. Yeah, Dua Lipa's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite Housewives single? So like, Countess Luann, probably, right? That's your favorite? Hmm... <laughs> <laughs> What did the other ones? Erica Jane's How Many Fucks. That one's uh, pretty good. That's one's pretty good. Expensive, expensive is, is really good. good. Yeah. Um, or Don't Be Tardy. Classic. Classic. Um, I would probably say Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a banger. Uh, what's your uh, favorite Michael Jackson song? Mm. I'll go. Man in the Mirror is mine. I like the one that goes. <laughs> dun, 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 oh. Uh, uh, the way you make me feel. Yes, right? the yeah. way you make mm-hmm. me feel. That yeah. backing track is just fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, would you ever do a holiday album? <laughs> I can't believe I wrote that question. Oh, fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, I would. We need a DJ James Kennedy Christmas album. It, it'll it'll happen one day. Yeah. You know, Cascade just released yeah. a uh, Christmas album. And yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would love. That's that. what I was bumping you in my house do, like at sh- Christmas this year. You really should do a holiday song. Yeah. I feel like that'd be huge because no ho- no Bravo celebrity has done a housewife song. And I would every every gay would listen to that at a Christmas party. Every single one. All right. Well, okay, I'm sorry. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like my own holiday parties. I'm like, I need a DJ James Kennedy Christmas song. All right. For my <laughs> holiday think. party. I love it. Um, okay, so what's your favorite thing about Sheena? <laughs> what's my favorite thing about Sheena? You have to say something nice about like say something what's your favorite thing about her? Uh um God, I don't know that she's always got her weed pen on her. Mm, there you go. That's yeah. a good, great quality to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so if I know, I know you're not gay, but if you had to be gay, like the fate of the world <laughs> def- depended on it, and you had to hook up with like a male celebrity. Oh, bro, I can't answer that. Leonardo, I have no I'm idea. Say, we'll say Leonardo DiCaprio. Sure, <laughs> it's my favorite movie. It's a good looking guy. Right? Yeah, okay. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I've actually. Um... Oh, never mind. You hooked up with him? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never met Leonardo DiCaprio in my life, for the record. Um, okay, Mary, Shag, and we'll say send on vacation. Uh, Sheena, Lala, and Stasi. So you have to marry one, you have to fuck one, or shag one, <laughs> and you send one on vacation. Have you ever played this game? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, no, I have. <laughs> all right, so, you know, obviously I probably have to... Uh, uh, I would send Sheena on vacation because she needs one. I'd yeah. bang Lala because I already have. And Stasi, you know, maybe it would work out with her. Who knows? Just yeah. kidding. But yeah, I'd probably have to marry Stasi. I feel like Stasi would be a great home, like a. Yeah, a wife she seems too. very easy yeah. to deal with. Like, you know, I don't see how Patrick was like. How, Patrick was such a dick. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if I ever saw that guy, I'd probably like spit in his fucking face. Like, to talk to Lisa the way he did. Oh, you guys have. Oh, you guys wait. Wait, wait. I can't wait. say anything about it right now. But so like, Patrick talks to Lisa some nasty way. S- some crazy shit goes down, bro. Oh, what happened? Is that like the finale or something? <clears throat> I don't know. It's coming up. It's coming up. Wow, Maybe. I can't wait. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your but fa- Patrick, if you're listening, you was a bitch. You <laughs> <laughs> was an ugly little bitch. You heard, you heard, heard it here first. Heard it here first. Yeah. Um, what's your, this is a weird transition now, but what's your favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh my God. The Christmas one. <laughs> James, now all I can think about is you doing a Christmas song. I want it so How would it go? How would it go? I don't know. I don't know. It's, I mean, God, I don't even know. Any really, it would have just, to be some like just like, put a fucking beat. silver bell against a beat, and like every gay will play it. At Christmas, cool. I guarantee it. Okay. I guarantee it. Okay, so what would I already asked you this? What would be be most surprised is on your workout playlist. Like if you're working out, what do you listen to? Pump sessions, yeah. get loose, top <laughs> yeah. man. Swear or dubstep. You know, I love dubstep and like excision. Uh, that's sick. You know, Troy Boy. Troy Boy goes hard too. I'm going to see him at Coachella. It's going to be lit. Um, was Jax's job offer real in Tampa? Like the social media thing. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing about Ariana and Tom? 
they're just the cutest thing, you know? I love Ariana and Tom. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, my favorite thing is just the chemistry. You know mm -hmm. how, like, Ariana is like, oh my God, I'm so over it. And, like, Tom's just so, like, Tom, you know what I mean? And yeah. they just love each other for it. That. Um, I loved this when Tom was playing the trumpet in that music session. Is he good at the trumpet? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, that trumpet was a completely different trumpet. Tom can play the fucking trumpet. They, the, if there's one thing Tom can do, it's, he can play the trumpet. <laughs> you know? And he's got a mini trumpet, too. But the trumpet wasn't in the right key. You know, he couldn't explain this because it's really boring, like, studio talk, you know? But it wasn't in the right key. And, yeah, Tom, like, he'll bust out that trumpet at, like, two in the morning. We'll be killing it, bro. I love that. Beep. It was adorable to watch him with that trumpet. Yeah. Um, I did Faith sleep with Jack. So many good moments in this season. I mean, like, you know, even so the Tom with trumpet, it's an iconic moment. So We're just, it's just gone right before your eyes. And yeah. then on to the next, you know, they're rushing it. We could have had two seasons out of this. We could have done season seven out we of this too. We probably should have done that. God. Also, I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm getting depressed thinking about the show being over. Like, I'm getting depressed that this season's coming to close. And we still have how many episodes? Like, six episodes? <gasps> yeah, like, about a Four month. or five or something. I hope so. Yeah, I'm getting depressed, too. Dude, yeah, it's like, like it's, I, I think it's, like, top ten on, like, cable right now. And then when would you guys film the next season in summertime? Yeah, it's always our summers. It's always our summers. Um, is pasta... That's why I can never do a James Kennedy birthday party. Oh, yeah. Because my birthday's birthday? in January. Aquarius. They should just, you should just hire your own film. I'm going to do, I want, I want to do a half, a mid-year party for me this year. That's a great idea. Yeah, you should. We've seen enough Stassi birthday parties. Yes. Yeah. And like, sh yeah. Like, let's get some of you guys filmed. Yes. I'd also like to see Christmas on Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> that would be so cute. <laughs> Why I keep talking about Christmas. This is a Christmas-themed, <laughs> iconic uh, podcast. Maybe we'll save some of this for Christmas time. Yeah. Um, did Faith sleep with Jax for fame on the show? Like, what was that faith, faith situation? I think they were drunk in the moment yeah. and horny. Do you know what, but with the old, how are they horny with that old lady in the room? Oh my God. Dude, alcohol and, uh, you know, alcohol just makes people do crazy things. You know? I, mean, I feel like you guys have all just brushed over that fact too quickly that there was an old lady in the bed. Dude, yeah, I mean, it was so bad. And like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm just like, oh my God. And then it was fine. And then it was all fine. Yeah. Yeah. Look at I him now. Know. Happy as And ever. Faith is going to be on MTV now. I like X on the beach. Yeah. X on the beach. And, and then, so is and my friend Marco. Yeah. And my friend Jasmine. Oh, really? And my friend Jasmine. Yeah. Would you ever I've do any of those them. MTV shows? If I was single, you know, yeah. I would love to go to a fucking island and film a fucking show and drink all the time. Like, that'd be fun as fuck. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not. And I'm not going with, like, a girlfriend because that would obviously... Like, be awful. Yeah. Yeah, be awful. Um, is pasta code for cocaine? No. No, no, no. no. Pasta is code for pasta. You know? Yeah. Okay, so where can people find you? Where? When will we get new music? I love Get Loose so much. I really do. Get loose, yes. Uh, plug all everything. Plug it all. <laughs> yeah, get loose. You know, it's basically just about like you know getting loose in the club. You know, basically feeling yourself, not giving a fuck, partying with your friends. You know, it's just an easy beat to listen to. Um, I worked on the beat with DJ Sep. If you're listening, Sep, shout out Sep and uh, SCP. Yeah, he's killing it at the villa right now uh, in on Melrose, a nightclub on uh, Tuesday nights. I think Thursday. But uh, anyway. Ariana told me she's a singer. Would you ever collab with her? I would, you know, and I heard Ariana for like the first time seriously in Big Bear when she did karaoke and I was like, holy shit, like you're so good. Yeah. I would definitely, you I know. I feel like that would be a good collaboration. Yeah, Tom would get so jealous too. It'd be amazing. Really? <laughs> Probably. Maybe just put him on the trumpet in it or something. Can't we just... No, we can't have Tom and Ariana on a track. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, if James Kennedy producing a Tom and Ariana track, like, no, I'm not but doing I it. But I want it. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where can people find you on social media? Oh, you can find me on social media uh, at it's James Kennedy and um, SoundCloud.com slash James Kennedy Music on iTunes and Spotify, James Kennedy and uh, YouTube, James Kennedy. This was so fun. I love chatting with you and you're welcome back anytime. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Thank mate. you. Thank you, James. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Who's who? Who's me? Who's you? I don't even know because I just took two. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like, I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use, Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect 
perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Oh my God, you guys, wasn't James the best? I loved him and I'm so excited for his new holiday song, which I'm crossing my fingers and my toes for. I need it so bad. I need a holiday Bravo song. Did you guys see on Watch What Happens Live when they did the night of uh, 31 doorbells? It was like all the Bravo celebrities and then Countess Lou came and sang her song. And it was so batshit insane. And I just thought, like, imagine, you know, being a time traveler and being able to go back in time with this episode of footage, you know, with this Watch What Happens Live episode and show someone in like the 90s or the, you know, even like 2001, 2002, show them this episode, like they would be so fucking confused because it was like a 30 women over 50 on stage dancing along to Countess Luann's song. And it was just insanity. And I loved it. And it's exactly what I love about Bravo because it's kitschy and and stupid and fun and a lot of them were wearing ball gowns and then some of them were in costumes. Jill Zarin was wearing fucking tennis gear. <laughs> she was literally in tennis wear from season one. But you know what? You know what? So what? Who cares, right, Wendy? We don't care. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. And, you know, doing a callback from her season one, which, you know, I, I've been saying on the show many times we need more tennis on The Real Houses of New York. But it was just, it was just so good. And did you guys watch The Real Houses of New York this week? Did you guys watch it? It was fantastic. We had Carol's marathon running, which I had no idea that I'd be into. I really thought, like, I'm not interested in seeing Carol run. But then I watched it, and I cried along with her. I just thought it was so beautiful. I got to see Heather, and I like Heather. I miss Heather a little bit. I I liked the episode. There wasn't a lot going on this week, but it it was still nice. It was still a good episode. These women are still hilarious. Lou talking about her Pandora station. I mean, that's just something that you can't get on a written comedy. I mean, NBC Must See Thursday has nothing on Lou in her dialogue. Also, um, Dorinda, her outfits always remind me of someone on the cover of like a 1998 Ladies Home Journal. Like <laughs> She always looks like, I, I don't know, or, or I, I imagine Joan London every time I see Dorinda. I don't know why. I call her Joan. So, like, pedestrian. So New York's still going on. What else do we have to talk about before we get to Ashley? Oh, Southern Charm. Are you guys watching Southern Charm? This week's Southern Charm, or last week's Southern Charm, was so good. The women going up against JD and just really, like, railing into him. I've never felt so good in my life. Like, I had goosebumps. I had chills. I wanted them to completely take down JD. And, look, I don't even know exactly like what happened with JD but he just seems sketchy to me and I love that these women are banding together and Catherine's kind of part of that group and Naomi is leading the charge oh my god someone on Twitter (laughs) wrote me and said Naomi is the Lala of the South and I just thought like yes she is Naomi is like giving us all those feminist moments that Lala did and you guys I think Southern Charm is back I wasn't into it last season I thought it kind of went downhill I wasn't into it and this season, I feel like it's fantastic. I feel like we're back on track. I feel like it, we have lots of stuff to come. I'm loving Naomi as a star of the show. I mean, you know, Cameron, as far as I'm concerned, Cameron can go have that baby, and we have Naomi as the narrator. I'd be fine with that. I would. So Southern Charm is back. It's fantastic. RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, we didn't get to talk about it last week, but it is still fantastic. You guys, this week there was that controversy of Rue at the judges' table. People were saying that it might not have been Rue. Because do you know? Okay, this is a little conspiracy theory. So Rue was uh, sick the past couple of weeks. And then this week, Rue came out with a mask over her face, and it did not necessarily look like her. You couldn't tell if it was her. So some people online are saying, that's not RuPaul. That was a stunt double. And I think it could be true. 
I think it could. So that's our TV for the week. Now I want to do. I want. I want to do. Papa do. I want to talk about one more thing that I think was super important for the week, and that is Mariah Carey on the cover of People magazine. So Mariah Carey came out this week, and the cover of People magazine. She did an interview. She's living with bipolar two disorder. And I'm just so proud of her. When I saw this, I cried. I, it was like tears in my eyes. I think it's just such an important moment. It's it's someone of her stature and someone of her generation coming out and talking about mental health in this way, I just think is super important. And I know we talk about uh, mental health on the show quite a bit, and I hear from you guys. And when I hear from you guys, it makes me feel so good because it's like knowing someone else has something similar or deals with something similar as you, it makes it so much easier to deal with what you're dealing with, you know, like to not feel so alone. And so I know there's just going to be so many people that deal with bipolar two that are going to feel so much better seeing Mariah Carey on the cover of a magazine talking about it. And so you guys know, I love her just so, so, so much. I mean, she could do no wrong for me, but I still think this is just way more important than we even realize. I mean, there's just so many people that are going to be seeing this. And I hope that I hope that people are changed and encouraged and, and know that they can be super successful. And, and you guys, I don't know. I just love her. I love her. I do. I do. So that was Mariah. I picked up the magazine just to support it. I bought it at the checkout counter. And I also subscribed to it, but I got it. I, mean, I love People Magazine. Dave Quinn is a great friend, and he works for People Magazine, and I just want to shout him out because they do great work, and this story in particular was just so fantastic. So thank you, people. Wow, okay, so I do want to get to Ashley Bell. You guys, I mentioned Ashley Bell's a dear friend. We did sketch comedy together years ago, and she's like a legit movie star. She's uh, Many people know her from The Last Exorcism and The Last Exorcism 2 and a bunch of stuff, so she's doing a documentary that she's been working on for years, and I'm so proud of her. It's going to be uh, released they're doing a big event for Earth Day, and then it's going to be released all around the country. And I'm so proud of her. She rescued an elephant in Thailand, and it's super important work. So I, this interview, I know it's a little bit more serious than what we normally do. I like to talk about, you know, drag queens and Mariah Carey, but I think it's I think it's nice to have a little balance. So I hope you guys enjoy this, you know, this exclusive Barbara Walters-esque, or maybe Joan London. Was Joan London an interviewer? I don't know. But please enjoy my... <laughs> My little chat with Ashley Bell. She's the best. And follow me on social media. I'm going to say goodbye now so we can wrap this up. I love you guys for listening. At Danny Pellegrino. Go to everythingiconic.com for more. I love you so much. Bye. All right, you guys. I'm here with Ashley Bell, a dear friend. I know her from the Groundlings. We used to perform together. We did some sketch comedy together. We did a few characters. you remember that? Um, when I tried to play a Vietnam vet. And oh you my were my God. daughter, I think. Danny, <laughs> that scene was so aggressive. I know, it was tough. I loved it so much. And Karen was like, sit Our down. Our director was not interested. Karen was like, yeah. sit down, guys, sit down. Uh, it's such an honor to be here. Thank you so much for asking I'm, me. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm so proud of all the work you're doing. I mean, just, I haven't seen you in a while, but I've been watching yeah. from afar. And you're a oh. legit, wonderful movie actress. People probably know you from uh, Last Exorcism, Carnage Park, which scared the shit out of me. I think I texted you after I saw it. Did you? you did, yeah. Whitney, have you seen Carnage Park? It was scary as fuck. And like, I don't oh like God. horror movies at all, yeah. but my boyfriend like is obsessed. Uh, yeah. So we watched it and it was intense. Oh my God. Thank you. I'm yeah. so proud of that movie. You are so good on everything you do. And now you're doing a documentary. So you have this movie called Love and Bananas. Yes. And I'm going to let you explain it, but... Explain it. Like, let's say you're talking to people that have never heard of this before. What's the concept of the movie? For sure. Um, Love and Bananas is about the plight of Asian elephants. So we rescue a 70-year-old partially blind Asian elephant and drive her literally across Thailand 500 miles to freedom at an elephant sanctuary. And how did you get involved? How did you start this project? Yeah, I um a close family friend. Uh, his name's David Castleman. He's actually a an LA-based San Fernando Valley attorney, um, huge animal rights activist, and he owns the Cambodia Wildlife Sanctuary. And they'd been looking for elephants to rescue for ten years. And I'd known about this, but it took that long because there are so few left. Yeah. So when he finally found these elephants, he sent an email that said, we've found our 
two ladies. Um, we're going to re- Lech Tyler, world-renowned Asian elephant conservationist who is manning the sanctuary in Cambodia, is going to rescue them from an illegal logging facility and release them. Anybody that wants to come be a part of this is welcome. And it just hit me. Like I was sitting on my couch, it was December, and I was just like, I've got to go, period. I've got, this is a short film, it's a happily ever after story. And this was how long ago? This was about five years ago. And it was going to be a short. And and totally like the Super Bowl, but for elephants. And that's how naive I was at the time. And when I got there, it was a disaster. (laughs) It was, the forest was being illegally logged and poached. The elephants were in horrendous condition from um, years of service. So they had pressure wounds and abscesses and scars. Um, we were briefly surrounded by the Cambodian military with uh, army fatigues, Rolex watches, flip-flops, and AK-47s. Um, this was just wow. a wonderful spring look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, But I, I saw Lek take these elephants. They, these elephants would not move. They were so abused unless invited to move. And she took them for their first walk of freedom without chains through the Cambodian jungle and to watch them carve their path and have their pace pick up and they began to eat and move faster and just feel the jungle. That was it. And I said, I got to, okay, my lens has changed. So that's when it changed from a short to a feature. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We went, we got back home and, and the story we wanted to present that we were going to tell wasn't happening. Um, but I'd seen the footage of what it took to get them there, which was the most hopeful, victorious, exciting, terrifying footage. And I was like that people need to see that story. I want to go on a full elephant rescue. And and Lex said, if you could hang, you can come. And I was like, I'm going to figure out the hanging part, but I'm going to come. (laughs) so how did your feelings change now that this is complete like what's the journey been like in terms of your feeling towards elephants and towards the environment elephants are so remarkable somebody asked me the other day what can an elephant why should i care what can an elephant do for me elephants are keystone species which means that a whole bunch of other species depend on their survival so without elephants you don't have the repopulation of forest and also the because of the repopulation of forests, the bunch of new food and shelter that pops up for other animals. So if they go, we don't even know the effects yeah. of what a black hole that could cause. Um, they've even linked Asian elephants and elephants to fighting against climate change. Um, you have 415,000 African elephants, but 45 thousand Asian elephants left in the world. Um, so they are, they are endangered. And in some parts of Southern China, there are only 20 left, oh. which makes them in those parts functionally extinct, meaning they can't breed and reproduce in a healthy way. Asian elephants, the plight for Asian elephants is when Asian elephants are the elephants we see in zoos and circuses. They're smaller. So they're the elephants that people ride when they go to Southeast Asia. Um, they used, they're used for paintings. They're, they're more quote unquote docile, um, because of a a process they have to endure called the crush box, um, which is the very bit of small kind of graphic animal content we feature in the film just to set up what these elephants are up against. Um, uh, but, and, and in, you know, Asian elephants migrate huge distances and the biggest conflict is a human-animal conflict where there's just no place for them to go anymore. That's wild. Yeah. So that's, that's in a gist the situation they're facing. And the key to saving the species is education. If people know better, they do better. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times people, I was, I was doing an elephant documentary, you know, oh, I love elephants, I rode one. Oh, I love elephants. Like I took my son to the circus. one. Yeah, like yeah. our producer Whitney did when you came over. Yeah, but yeah. if you know better, you yeah. do better, you know? And and it's just about spreading awareness in that way and making 
people aware of the suffering these elephants have to endure for a bit of entertainment on our end. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you want people to take away from this movie? Like, what do you hope people feel or think or do after they see it? Oh, I, um, I want them to not ride elephants. Mm-hmm. I want them to tell number their... One, f- number one, do number not one. fucking ride an elephant. Don't get on. Do leave not. the yeah. elephants alone. Yeah, leave them the fuck <laughs> Tell alone. Tell your friends to leave them the fuck alone. Yeah, please. <laughs> they are fine. Yes. Um, number one, do not ride them. <laughs> number one. Uh, number two, tell your friends to not ride elephants. Um, number three, it's a... Uh, I feel like we update our phones all the time, but it's a mental update on how we relate to animals in the world. And it's just being aware that we share the earth with creatures that don't necessarily have a human voice. Yeah. And for like this film was done through Indiegogo, the original mm-hmm. fundraising bout. And it's a, it's a tried and true independent film. It, I just want people to feel that if they have, if they're hit with the need to tell a story, don't stop. Mm, like, I love tell that. Tell that story. Yeah. If it's, if it's aching to get out of you, it yeah. means it has to get out of you. Mm-hmm. You have to tell it. Yeah, and it keeps you up at night, and you chase windmills to go after it and just yeah. go. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, where can people find out how to see it? It's going to be on loveandbananas.com. Is that the website? Yes, go to loveandbananas.com. We have a screening page that lists all of the places we've popped up for screenings. We're, at our, we're booked in 50 theaters so far. Um, our big kind of event national eventized day is going to be Earth Day, which is yeah. Sunday, April 22nd. And then we roll out the next week in New York and the next week in LA. Um, and then just all across the country. Um, and then, uh, also on loveandbananas.com, it's, you know, it's, it's a cause oriented film. So we're running an impact campaign to, with really easy action items people can take. Like what? You can sign a humane travel pledge. Mm-hmm. To not ride elephants and just treat when you travel to tr- to be aware that these animals are exotic animals taken from from their homes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be launching Lech Chilert, our world renowned conservationists' uh, wish list mm-hmm. for like medical equipment for elephants, like literally an elephant size X ray machine. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. Um, I've been um, eating a lot. I might need that if I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Trouble, yeah. Zero. Um, uh, there's a whole bunch of social media resources that you can just grab and share or tweet or post um, to just keep spreading awareness. I mean, of course, donating money is just yeah. a tiny little portion of something you can do. If you if you're if you're telling me to donate money to an organization, what organization should I donate? Um, definitely to, definitely to Lech Chilert, uh, at Save Elephant Foundation or Elephant Nature Park or to the Cambodia Wildlife Sanctuary. Okay. And, um, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be partnering with the greater good and all funds that we raise a hundred percent of those funds go to Lech's wish list. So you can join team banana and I want to join, join team banana and, um, uh, like help Leck out, yeah, oh, and I'm help so, elephants out. <laughs> I'm so excited to see it, Ashley. I'm so proud of you. This is important work, and oh, and you. again, you're an amazing actress. You do you're doing quite a bit other stuff. Thank uh, you. Um, now I wanna uh, switch gears really quick. Yes. Um, you were in a movie called Novitiate. Yes. That right? With yes. Melissa Leo mm-hmm. and Diana Agron. Yes. Um, number one, did Diana Agron say anything about Leah Michelle and Naya Rivera? <laughs> number so one question. Maybe in confessional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was a nun, so okay. maybe that happened okay. in confessional, but not to me. Okay, so you don't have any... But she looked gorgeous. She, okay. Yeah, so there you go. And what about Melissa Leah? What was your favorite part about her? Oh, my God. Um, Melissa, She's amazing. I mean... Do you remember her Oscar campaign where it was just like those c- pictures? For your consideration? Cons- consider. Oh, my consider. God. Consider! Yeah, yeah. Yes, consider. <laughs> die. Like, she funded it. It was the best. Yeah. If you're she not sure won. what it is, go look it up. Go look it up. It's Ugh. the best. I die. It's like her in a fur and it just yeah. says consider. And it's just like leaning forward and it's like, oh. Talk about iconic. It was so good. Completely iconic. Oh my God. Yeah. Ashley, thank you so much. I love you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so um, much. Love and Bananas is the movie. Love and Bananas. Go to loveandbananas.com. It's heartwarming. It's funny. Yes. It's, it's feel good. I promise. <laughs> yes. And Earth Day. I mean, everyone wants, on Earth Day, I feel like everyone wants to do something or like kind of get in. <laughs> it sounds so weird as like get in the spirit. I want to get in the spirit. I want to get in the spirit. 
Spirit this year. This year we're getting yeah, yeah, we're the getting Spirit of Earth Day. We're going to see Love and Bananas. I can't wait. <laughs> Ashley, thank you. Thank you so much, Danny. This was such a joy. Oh, thank you. Do you want more of everything iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino? If you do, if you're not already sick of me, head on over to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash everything iconic, where you can find bonus episodes of the show. You can find recaps of the real houses in New York. You can find extended interviews and more for just $4 or more per month. You get access to all the bonus stuff and you can help make our podcast really, really wonderful and make it even better than it is now. So to those of you that already do it, thank you. And if you want to get involved and you want to help us out, head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic and all the information's there. And I want to thank you all. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic. A North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. AdWanted UK is the provider of single-source media data for agencies, media owners, brands, and academic institutions. And thanks to our rebranded news offering called The Media Leader, we can also lead the way in championing excellence and inclusion in the media industry. To find out more, simply visit the-media-leader.com to subscribe to our daily bulletins. The Media Leader from AdWanted UK.